Welcome to Brain Noodles. This is the podcast where I sit down with some of my friends and we talk about the different things that are going on inside of our brain noodles. I'm your host. I'm Dr. Meg Connell. I'm a psychologist. I'm a therapeutic dungeon master. I'm the host of Geeks Like Us show, a clinical role where it's all therapeutic dungeon masters and psychologists playing Dungeons and Dragons. And then I do consulting for Leyline and teaching and lots of other things. And I write sometimes and do that stuff and get asked to do a lot of things that I can't do because um, time seems to be limited. And I also have a family who sometimes wants to see me. So there's that. Sorry, I'm punchy today. I'm coming off of three panels. <laughs> so, uh, let's introduce my co-hosts and co-collaborators and all of this. Uh, we will start with Dr. Kelly Dunlap. I'm Dr. Kelly Dunlap. I'm a clinical psychologist, an adjunct professor of game design, and a game designer. And I am super appreciating that we all showed up today with the memo on the black t-shirt. Just throwing that out there. I, I appreciate the coordination. I think every, almost every t-shirt I own at this point is black. <laughs> I've come to be of a certain age where you just wear the colors that are more slimming. <laughs> That's a mood. It is. Uh, Dr. Rachel Coer. Um, hello. You say we're wearing black for slimming as I'm sitting next to a stack of Halloween candy. Um, <laughs> my name is Dr. Rachel Covert. I am a research psychologist. I am the research director for Take This, and I also create YouTube content under the name Psychgeist. I also have a family, and time is fleeting, but here we are, ready to chat. Doing this thing. And Ooh. last but not least, Dr. Sarah Sawyer. Hi, I'm Dr. Sarah Hayes, and uh, I also used to go by Sawyer, so, you know, sometimes that gets confusing and my Zoom description doesn't help anybody, um, <laughs> but I uh, operate out of the ether in Minnesota right now, but I offer therapy services to the Seattle, Washington area. I am a clinical contributor for Take This and the vice president of Queer Women of Esports. And I am glowy wearing a Thanos sweatshirt today, and I am pleased about it after five back-to-backs. I am just a little out of it. So <laughs> Your Thanos glowy t-shirt is just absolutely amazing. <sighs> yeah. It is wonderful. Daymaker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're all punchy, it seems like. that That is a thing. <laughs> that a week. Yeah. So, uh, on these weeks, on these days, how do y'all get through it? <laughs> Chocolate, caffeine, mm -hmm. maybe a nap on a good day. Mm -hmm. A lot of chocolate. Mm. Water, water bottle, water. Mm -hmm. Do, yeah, water, uh, chocolate has been my thing, hot cocoa. Um, that was, I, I had a very big cup of hot cocoa with marshmallows and I never put marshmallows in my hot cocoa. That was the kind of week it's been. How about for you, Kelly? How, do, how do you recharge? Oh, my dog. My dog, she's perfect. Just my dog, <laughs> her little face, just flopping her ears. She's a beagle, so there's a lot. There's a lot of flop. Oh, my dog. I, I was telling before we started recording tonight. My it is raining where I am t right now, and so my dog has decided that outside is bad because it is wet. But my dog also desperately needs to go potty and is refusing to go potty and refusing to go out. So we're we're expecting a, a mess to clean up unless we can get convinced dog to go out and go potty and come back in and we will dry them off and it will be okay. <laughs> Have you tried I mean, the umbrella? Yep. Uh. Tried both front yard and backyard. 
um so well hopefully hopefully she'll get to the the point where she's like okay let's go <laughs> i mean i wouldn't want to potty outside in the rain either so solidarity <laughs> yeah you, i mean uh, you potty in the house why not her <laughs> i knew a guy who <laughs> i knew someone who potty trained their dog to pee in the bathtub really hmm. it's an idea yeah the dog would just go to the bathroom in the bathtub when they were gone for the day and they'd just kind of rinse out the tub. And it was better than the very rug. efficient. Yeah. It's better than pickle pads. Yeah. There you go, Much more sanitary. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, except that all the bathtubs are in the second story of the house and that's where the cat lives because the dog cannot stop but chasing the cat. Mm. And so the, for the cat to have peace, he is upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people get on and they're like, why does the dog only get half the house? It's like, because the cat wants to not be chased and terrorized all day. <laughs> Poor kid. So have peace somehow. Oh I don't gosh. know what that is with my dog. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you have full puppy too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eight months old. She headbutted me the other day. I, I am almost healed from the, the, the split lip that she gave me. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's just brutal. Oh. Not my dog is not my recharge. <laughs> I love her, but she's not my source of peace. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, what have you all been up to? Like new games, new projects? Like it's been a little while since we've gotten to chat. So, mm -hmm. what's been going on with everybody? The faces. Um, <laughs> if you could see the faces. <laughs> well, no, I have a new project. I have a new article that's about to come out. It was just accepted um, for the special issue in Frontiers in Psychology. Uh, that I'm editing on um, digital games and mental health. So I didn't edit my own article. It went out for peer review. It was anonymous. Uh, but it's about dark participation in games and creating a catalog for the behaviors that one would consider dark participation versus toxicity, you know, versus like the category of behaviors you consider trolling. So it's kind of a theoretical piece that aims to create a shared language so we can have discussions about these behaviors and games and all kind of be on the same page to begin with. So I've been doing that, so that's fun. And then we just finished um, TIGS, the second annual conference on mental health and games. I'm sure Kelly and Sarah can speak to that as well because we all participated. It was um, co-hosted by this and that was really fun. And there were a lot of good panels and a lot of interesting talks and yeah. So those, that's what I've been doing. Rachel, I, I feel like your definition of fun is you didn't say fun. You said what new projects? You said new projects. No, no. Well, you you said that editing the article and putting that all together was fun. It is fun. Sorry, I guess oh. I'm weird. Oh <laughs> I guess gosh. I'm weird. No. <laughs> well, you do edit a lot of books and things like that, so I'm glad that you thought it was fun. It's my vibe. Yeah. Let's see here. Project-wise, um, some friends and I wanted to make like a spooky, cute Halloween game and do it game jam style, but rather than like try and cram it in 48 hours, just kind of pace it out over the month of October. And I just realized, or I just found out that one of my group members is now moving to Denver. So I don't know if we're going to get to do it, but the part that I've enjoyed is that I was put in charge of art, which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I made this cute little, this little witch 
and her name is Little Witch and she's adorable and I love her and I've been drawing cute little spooky ghosts, which are also great. And then while I was in that mood, uh, I was listening to actually old uh, Brain Needles episodes and I heard the quote Rachel had about, you know, please <laughs> asteroid hit Earth. And I'm like, you know what, that needs that needs a graphic. And so I made something that, yeah. you know, if you could throw it up on Redbubble and sell it as a sticker. It's um, fantastic. I'm, I'm really happy fantastic. with how it, yeah. I'm really happy with how that turned out. So, uh, which is good because otherwise my weed has been, com- last two weeks or so has been complete cluster uh, just because of all the stuff going on and all of it being really intense. Like Wednesday is my day off. It's a day I don't see clients, but of course this Wednesday was TIGS and last Wednesday was a bunch of meetings. And so I probably haven't had a day off in over two weeks. And so mm. I'm just really tired, but, but I canceled all my clients on Monday because Monday is a holiday as of this recording. So I will actually get two days off back to back. And I haven't had that in eight months, nine months. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that I will sleep and feel better. And draw more spooky ghosts that are really cute. Almost That's there. Awesome. Almost. <laughs> I want to play that game. That's done. Me too. Mm-hmm. I hope it happens because I want to make it because I did the art. And it's really bad, but it's like the stuff you bring home to your mom. And she's so proud of you. And she puts it up on the fridge. And you're just proud of you. And like, look at that. That is so much better than the other <laughs> macaroni sculpture I did last year. Like this macaroni <laughs> sculpture really is next level. Uh, so yeah, I, I will happily share that for the show notes. But yeah, I'm I'm very delighted. Delighted with it. That's You're awesome. Right. I have been uh, in overdrive for Queer Women of Esports. Um, we ramped up our mentorship program we took applications for mentors until the end of last week um and for anyone willing to late apply you can just do that anyways because i'm the one who gets the emails uh (laughs) um and so that's been i too have had zero days off in the last two weeks between tigs the mentorship program doing some editing on an article i wrote and getting qwe up and running started streaming on Fridays from my brand new gaming computer that I built by myself for the first time. Um, So that was exciting and, you know, just trying to breathe and eat and drink water and remember to sleep. (laughs) All important things. Yeah, I've been, uh, it's been really, really busy, like really nicely. My practice has picked up a lot, which it sort of hasn't picked up because like I'm still seeing the same number of clients, uh, maybe like a few less than I was last year. But the thing is, is I had to reduce my hours by 10 hours a week so that I could be home to do the homeschooling of the kids. And so now like I used to have always have like four or five appointments open every week and now I have zero. Um, and so that's a good problem to have, but it, it's just, it's an interesting problem to have too, where it's like, okay, <laughs> got to figure this stuff out, get people in. And so always being busy and then doing all the stuff with geeks like us and doing conferences and book projects and then teaching the kiddos, which is interesting. (laughs) So there's just lots of balls up in the air, which I think is everybody nowadays though. I mean, like it Mm -hmm. seems like this year is, put it like 2020 is the longest century that has ever existed. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, it's like longest. we have 
more time and less time at the same time. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. really understand how it's, how it's working here in 2020. Yeah, it, it is very bizarre. So I have you all a picture. Been... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I know it's so I just, looking at it's so cute. I dropped a picture of Little Witch in the Discord. Oh, Little Witch happy. is adorable. I am the, very delighted with her. Oh my gosh, she is so cute. <laughs> so, uh, have you all been playing any new games or gotten to explore any new games or anything like that? I've been playing Spirit Fear, which is really good and chill and touching, and my son likes it too. So he'll like sit lay there and like snuggle with me while we play, which is, you know, makes my mommy heart go like boop boom. Um, and if you're not familiar, Spirit Fair is an indie game and it is uh, your character takes on, basically replaces, um, oh goodness, what is the name of the dude who uh, rose you across the river sticks in uh, Greek mythology? Karen? Yes, Karen. C-H-A-R-O-N. I was like, in. Karen from Facebook? No. <laughs> That's the fun thing. As someone who took Latin for four hmm. years, I know that C-H makes a hard C sound and V's make a W sound. So it's not Vini Vidi Vici, it's Widi Widi Vici. Besides the point, um, you basically take over for, for Karen, um, you know, the, the person who ferries people across the River Six, And you're just this delightful little ambiguous spark of a, of a person and you basically collecting souls along the way and they all have like some kind of ask left like oh I you know they're stuck in this kind of purgatory and you go and you find them and uh, it's really beautiful really chill there's a fishing mini game because all games must have fishing mini games and uh, the thing that I find also delightful about it other than it being like super like chill and reflective and sweet is there's a very strong like anti-capitalist streak in it and one of the like side missions where you get uh grant calls him his froggy friend and i don't even know his real name because it's just the froggy friend like to get him on your boat you basically help workers strike <laughs> and yeah it's um it's a really kind of jarring just juxtaposition, but it's also, you know, really, really important. So it's a beautiful game. Um, I've been playing that. And I've also started streaming uh, Best Friend Forever. So I've played it before, but playing a dating sim with your four-year-old around who is learning to read, not, um, wasn't super comfortable. So I just kind of ignored all of the romantic stuff and just focused on the dog. And so this time around on stream, we're, we're exploring all options, which um, is, is really beautiful. And if you, if you are into any kind of visual novel thing like that, you will really enjoy it. Um, it is probably the queerest game I've ever played. And I mean that in like a really positive, wonderful way, because I'm like romancing this guy and his name is Sasha and his dog's name is Marshmallow. Marshmallow has a little <laughs> sweater and just the cutest little marshy ever. And then, you know, as I'm streaming, you know, we get to like laser tag and whatever, we're going on a date. And then uh, it, you find out that Sasha is a trans man. And then, so like the chat, I was like, oh, huh, okay. And everybody in the chat was like, oh my God, I love this. This is so wonderful. I'm gonna go buy this right now. And that just makes me really happy because that's, that's the kind of people that like that game and play that game. And yeah, it's really, it's really nice, nice and warm and fuzzy. Uh, the flirting parts, I get really red, which apparently is entertaining. I'm like, oh, I'm sure it's endearing. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to hold Sasha's hand. We're going to hold his hand. Oh my, God. oh my God, I think he's going to kiss us. 
because I'm I'm a goober and yeah. So that's a long, long explanation of what what I have. What been have you been up to? <laughs> I'm playing. How about you, you, Sarah? Have you been playing any new games or revisiting other games? So I'm ramping up for Cyberpunk when it comes out in like a month. But um, I I weirdly have been entree to the um, very curious social dynamic of Overwatch Online with PC gaming. Um, I've been getting used to playing games on my computer and mostly it's been like Among Us, which everybody's playing, which is yeah. a heck of a lot easier on computer. Fortnite, which is way easier on the computer than it is with any console controller. Um, so not really new games, but I'm waiting for Cyberpunk to come out. And then also like I've been tapping back into the comfort games of like Stardew Valley and, you know, a little bit of Slime Rancher started a new farm. Nice. So feeling that like pull of feeling out of control and stress. And then my ADHD is like, yes, organize inside of a context that has no usefulness in your real life. It's great. <laughs> we can organize it here. This is mm -hmm. great. But yeah, you'd be I, proud. The side of my computer is now all sticky <gasps> to do notes. Whoa. Yeah, I, I guess I'll give a planner update. I have the, I don't know where it is. I had to clear off my desk earlier today, so that means my planner got shunted somewhere. But I have the uh, Rocketbook uh, Panda Planner that they have, so it's a reusable planner, which is good. So that means, like, if you don't use it for a couple months, you haven't just wasted <laughs> paper. You just have to erase those pages, and then you go back and use them. And it's I'm sticking with things and getting that stuff done now, which is nice. Um, but I've started play. I got to play Among Us for the first time last night. I've gotten into watching a lot of different streamers. I really enjoy playing it with different streamers that they know um, and just hearing that. So that that's been a lot of fun. Um, I definitely want to get a, like a big group of the Pax Pals together to play Among Us. That would be hilarious. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so yeah. who is who is your Among Us character? What what is your what what is each of our default Among Us? Ooh yes, bean person. Like well. So I just developed my bean person last night. Um, and I do think I need to get the little, I want to get the DLC to get the uh, hamster ball that follows you around. But I did purple with a purple balloon and like the sciency coat. Ooh, you got a coat. Well, it's, I don't like pants, pants. It looks like you're wearing a, sort of ends up looking like you're wearing a little bit of a lab coat. Scientisty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't mm. played Among Us, so I don't. <gasps> but in my defense, I played some Excite Bite today. Excite there you go. today. My daughter's getting super into old school Nintendo games. And yes. um, I forgot how incredibly frustrating those games are. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know who I would be by default on Among Us because I haven't played it. We can change that. We okay. sure yeah. can. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I typically go for the like, I don't remember what color it is. Uh, the, the like bright turquoise blue with, I have the puppy, uh, the DLC. And then the, um, I typically go for like the flower crown. Nice. Pretty, pretty basic setup. All I'm missing is Uggs and a pumpkin spice latte, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I am the dark purple because it's the same as my halo armor color. Uh, I do rock the Generalissimo hat, though, and I also have the puppy, which I bought on accident, but I'm just really happy because now I have the puppy, except for when I am murdered 
and then I see the puppy there just sitting and quivering in fear. And that's upsetting. That's <laughs> so, terrible. That's, I know. <laughs> like it's, it's awful. <laughs> it's kind of like Very in sad. Sea of Thieves, they, they introduced dogs. And I was so excited because I became a pirate legend, which I'm very like, that was like two years of work. So I've had this gorgeous purple and gold, like very ostentatious outfit, which by the way, my son saw me today. He's like, mommy, I think your outfit is a little too fancy. <laughs> okay. Whatever child. I'm the captain of this boat. Go away. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I got a matching outfit for my dog in Sea of Thieves. So my dog has a, a pirate legend outfit. Uh, but whenever there's gunshots, the dogs cry. Oh. And it's really upsetting. And they kind of cower. And I'm like, the cats don't do that. The cats just go, Row! and it's not sad at all. And the dogs do it, though. It's really upsetting. So, But that's on brand for a cat, right? Sure. Yeah, but like, you don't feel bad about shooting the cat out of the cannon. It's actually really funny. <laughs> Jamie learned who's cat people, who's dog people, and who's both. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, have you, have you really lived unless you have shot a cat out of the cannon and Sea of Thieves? I, you know, I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I think it's important. It's an important life milestone. Interesting. Interesting achievement. Yeah. As so the game I'm waiting, so you're talking about waiting for Cyberpunk, Sarah. I'm waiting for um, Pokemon Snap to come out. I Not heard that was a rumor. No, Not no, it's on the official Nintendo site. Is it? Yes. Because like, um, so I have two young humans who are very, very into Pokemon. Like I, we talked about this before. I missed the Pokemon train. That was not one of my fandoms. I now know so much about Pokemon. <laughs> um, Pokemon Sun and Moon is the Pokemon of choice in this house, but Journeys is also becoming very, very popular. Um, and so my kids want to play Pokemon games, but my youngest does not like any fighting mechanics in games. Like she wants to do Mario where she can just explore, but no Goombas try to get you. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so she wants to play a Pokemon game really badly, but she doesn't want to do any gym battles or anything. And so I'm really waiting for this Pokemon game to come out where all you do is go around to take pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to make Pokemon Adventure Park as well. Um... I don't know if you'll remember that when it was on the Wii, but it's like you go around and you do mini games, kind of like Mario Party, but it's just oh, really? mini games the whole time. Yeah, I could probably dig out my copy if you wanted me to mail it to you. Uh, but it's like I a accept that because we have our Wii set up and the kids actually play Mario Party on the Wii. <laughs> yeah, it's like a um, it's it's a much more chill version, and you can go to the battleground, but there's also like go and jump through hoops with Pikachu or go and sing with Jigglypuff. It's much more low-key and kid-friendly. And you, like, meet different Pokemon around the park. It's cute. Oh, that's it's adorable. Yeah. I say mail that to me. I still have a package sitting right there that I need to mail to you, Sarah. <laughs> I'll give you my new address. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll get it sorted. It's okay. It's okay. At some point, this is going to happen. I'll, yeah. I'll get that mail. COVID, I tell you. Oh, my gosh. All right. Now, uh Kelly, Rachel, any games that you two are actively waiting for and excited about? Paparazzi. <laughs> it's a game where you take pictures of dogs. <laughs> so it's a, it's on brand. And then Halo Infinite, whenever it decides 
to come out at some point. Nice. Final Fantasy 16. Oh. Because the trailer looked amazing. Um, but that's a long way away. Yeah. Mm. Now, are you all going to try to get uh, a new Xbox or PlayStation this year? Or are you going to wait a while? Like, what are I your mean, plans for that? I was not interested <laughs> in the refresh, refresh, refresh. I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, I mean, it's like if you usually wait six months after it comes out, there's always like a slim version, right? So it's like, I'm just going to wait till like the second round gets made and then I'll get a PlayStation. But I'm not not going to fight anybody for it. Yeah, I'm not going to fight anybody. Um, typically, I've gotten launch consoles just because usually when consoles launch, there's a new Halo game that goes along with it. And that's kind of like a requirement. That said, obviously, Halo Infinite is not going to be launching. And typically, first round consoles have a lot of bugs that have to be worked out, you know, Red Ring and all the other stuff. So, and then the other part is I actually haven't had to buy a console in the last two generations. Because Microsoft is like here. So that's why I have two Xbox Ones, which actually is a requirement. Like it's not, it's not extravagant. It's a requirement for when you have two adults who like to play video games. But those video games are both games like Skyrim and they're single player. Um, because that was a real strain on our marriage the first year because Skyrim came out at the same time and we had to like hot seat out. And um, yeah, it was a very stressful time very stressful time and uh we we got through it by buying another xbox so (laughs) right now the kid's little enough that he doesn't need his own but he likes to use the switch so we're like making it work um but yeah so i i want one but unlike previous gens since there's no halo launch with it i'm like i can i can wait a couple months and see what happens um I wait till the special editions come out, which is usually on that six month mark where they're like, hey, look at this cool new game we're releasing. Like the Xbox one I have is the Forza version. So it's blue and it makes a race car sound when you start it. <laughs> oh, nice. um, yes. Or my PlayStation is the Star Wars one, uh, Battlefront 2. So it's got like Star Wars, like it's got the Imperial sign on the top. So that's nice. kind of neat. And the controller like sounds like a lightsaber. So that's what I wait for. I just wait for the new generations to come out with a cool version that I like and is aesthetically pleasing. And then I go for it. <laughs> and usually the bugs are gone by then. Yeah. yeah. Definitely helpful. Yeah. I'd like to wait till the bugs are gone, but like also our Xbox is so slow. <laughs> um, what, what kind of Xbox do you have? We have an Xbox one. Oh, okay. Okay. But <laughs> it, it's- Kelly was having a, heart, a slight heart attack. So yeah, just, no, just no, it, it's Xbox One, but my like my kids like to play Minecraft, and it just takes so long to load Minecraft and to get everything going on that, and then like, it, whatever you know, about one every three or four times we have to reboot it again because it crashes halfway through loading Minecraft. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. you could always just buy a new Xbox One, which will be discounted because of the new gen. Yeah, but we want the new gen. <laughs> Like, okay. Uh, yeah, system, I, there's no system. judgment. Yeah. No judgment. Just throwing throwing out ideas. <laughs> All right. Well, how about this? We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have our super deep, super serious discussion of this episode. Tune in to Clinical Role, a live play D&D show with all psychologists and therapeutic dungeon masters as players, where you get to meet compelling, deep characters such as... 
Baron Valdus, a ranger who protects the sanctity of the forest and the wild from the encroaching steps of man. With his stalwart and trusty companions, we fight a never-ending battle against evil, and sometimes a battle amongst ourselves and our will to go on as days grow long and the spirit grows weak. And Captain Ishka, one of the most famed and feared pirates on the high seas. I am respected, feared, and never leave my boat without my ginger chews because motion <laughs> sickness is real. Sorry, Dabney. You're a pirate with motion sickness? <laughs> Where have you been? I've thrown up on you like five times. Oh, yeah. It's always you. Oh, yeah. It is always me. And I'm Gragnold, and I'm the avatar of the moon. And sometimes I rub this tooth around my neck and I talk to dead people. Oh, also, if you have a sword looking for love, let me know. Oh, it's called whetstone, and it's the way your sword can meet other swords and have long chats deep into the evening. And swords. Baron and Moonfang, happy to be here and hanging out with all of my friends. A druid of the forest and a thinker, much like many other thinkers before me, thinking about all sorts of things, things like squirrels, and what to feed squirrels, and what other things squirrels like to eat, and general other small creatures like chipmunks that we're at war with, um, but still back on the squirrels thing, more like nuts or berries, or I guess you could feed them like a bark if you had like a bark that was really good, or flowers. Squirrels will eat flowers. They eat pretty much anything, actually. And then, you, you know, if you, if you really treat them well and you pet them really well, then you can, you can basically feed them like apples or other fruits that you find they like that kind of stuff too and i sort of forgot what we were talking about what are we talking about and other characters like emerald who has no idea what he's doing here who's emerald oh <laughs> damn it's on my friggin birth certificate <laughs> it's on the it's on the mug it's on the mug emerald doesn't ring my dabney we need a new Fine. mug Gregnold, do you know? I can't, I can't read some very well. So, Ishka? Oh my God. No, I don't, I don't know anyone named Emerald. I can't work under Is these. Is that the name of one of Bairden's squirrels? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, you should name a squirrel Emerald. That's a good name for a squirrel. Terrible name like for a, a person, name. though. Yes, very can I roll nature. to fling a pebble at all of them? <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to find out if he can. Every other Monday on twitch.tv slash geeks like us. And we're back. All right. Uh, so like, you know, when this podcast started, I wanted us to sometimes talk about some like serious stuff, but more like kind of lighthearted stuff. And then 2020 happened. And so I, it's been a lot more kind of heavy hitting topics and things we've had to talk about. But you know what? We're going back to our roots today because we are going to have a super serious discussion about Halloween candy What's the best? What's the worst? What are our rules on Halloween candy? When do you buy it? How long do you keep it for? Um, so I'm going to start off with saying that I was the kid who could make their Halloween candy last. Like I would get the Halloween candy, I'd get the bag of candy, and I would still have candy come summertime. Like if you were to put me in that marshmallow test, I, 
I would, I would not eat the marshmallow. <laughs> so I'm curious for as kids, what were your candy consumption traditions? I'm like? sorry. I'm, I'm still really tripped up on the idea that the candy would have time to go bad or that that <laughs> is a possibility that someone actually has had to entertain at some point. I'm sorry. This this is like I I feel like my entire world has just been rocked right now. Like, what do you mean? Halloween candy lasts a week, maybe, and then it's gone. <laughs> Definitely does not make it past Thanksgiving. That's for sure. I would I would have mine until the Christmas candy happened, and so I would eat the ones that I wanted first. I would organize it and eat the ones I wanted first, and eat like two pieces a day, and then I would eat the, the next day, and I'd slowly whittle down to like the Twizzlers and the other ones that I don't like and like probably the Tootsie Rolls and tootsie like rolls not the, not the like blue raspberry Tootsie Rolls but like the actual Tootsie Rolls or maybe the like the lime ones and then I'd be like nah y'all can go in the trash you're stale <laughs> so I too was judicious with my candy but I planned ahead because I knew Christmas candy was coming so it didn't go till summer but yeah. I mean, I feel like my candy got eaten pretty quickly, but I also very distinctly remember going trick or treating and coming home. They're like, you can have one piece of candy. And I remember one year sneaking like an extra Reese's peanut butter cup, but I was like thirsty because it's a peanut butter cup. And I had to go in the kitchen and they were like, what are you doing, Rachel? It sounds like you're eating. And I was in so much trouble for eating two pieces of Halloween candy. Come on. I was a child and it was Halloween. Oh my goodness. We would get home. We would get home from trick or treating, and I have an older brother, so he's three years older than me. And my little sister was too little for this, but you know, yeah, by the time I was out, still, still kind of little. And so we dump them out, and then there became a very intense barter issue. We would do that, and so like, okay, my brother, very odd, really likes yellow and orange starbursts. I don't understand it. You know what? Everybody's allowed their personal choices, even if they're wrong. But, you know, that's what we do. We'd break open all the Starbursts. He would take the yellow and the orange, and I would take the correct flavors, and we would like divvy it up. And then it was very possible that during this, there would be a mixing on accident of the different candies. And then it became kind of blood sport to see who could claim the Reese's. Uh, that was a very high, um, high prize one and, and the M&Ms and that's, yeah, there was some stuff like if he wanted one thing, like anything with coconut, he could have, cause coconut is disgusting. It has nothing, should be nowhere near chocolate or in any kind of candy. It is revolting both in texture and in taste. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So like very clearly lines there, but yeah, there were, there were definitely some times where, um, fight club needed to happen. Uh, and of course being a guy three years older than me, I, it usually didn't end well for me. Uh, but that, that's probably it uh, for uh, my therapist and I to talk about it. <laughs> um, I, I adamantly disagree with the coconut thing. I love the mounds and the almond joys. Like so do I. For my kiddos, yes. like that's the parent tax. Like I oh those I Oh, as a parent, sure. But as a kid, it's like don't waste my time. Yeah. I was all about the hundred grand and the rollos and the like caramel and the peanut butter filling. Mm. Like don't I that's what I'm there for. Hundred grand bars was, all the yeah. way. The king size bars, the one house that gave the big candy and everyone had to go yes. there first. Yeah. No, I don't think we had one of those. You didn't have the one house? <laughs> no. There was My next no door neighbor house. was. See, I'm from a, like a super duper small rural area. And so like, we actually would get like home baked things for Halloween from some houses. So like some people were giving away 
you know, little plastic wrapped cookies that they had done or like the um, popcorn balls that were put together with like marshmallow. There'll be and... poison in those. Just I was going to say, was, no this way. Before, was this before yeah. or after the moral panic around like <laughs> razor blades candy. and apples? Before, yeah. yeah, way before. before. Okay. I, I am old. <laughs> not, let's not say that because right? I'm not that far behind you making <laughs> I am there is no cutting it like definitely well into middle aged like that is <laughs> that has happened Aww. so but like that was like one of the things I think that was cool because I remember like um I read the Molly books or I had um the American girls back when there were only three American girls so there was Kristen Samantha and Molly and the Molly books talked about Halloween and her going trick-or-treating during World War II when there's like the sugar shortages and like people were doing like the popcorn balls and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, we'll still do those. <laughs> I was a Samantha girl. I'm I with love you. Samantha's books. <laughs> Though Kirsten was probably my favorite. I wrote, like liked her the best. <laughs> nope, yeah. I got nothing. I No, me either. <laughs> Never <laughs> read them. No. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Everyone's so, childhood is different. All right. So like as a kid, definitely I agree. Like, so are we in agreement? Can we agree that like Reese's peanut butter cups are the best, at least during childhood? That's like top Halloween candy. The pumpkins. They have more peanut oh, butter. No. Oh, no. Wait. Oh. Oh, oh yes. Reese's, Reese's pumpkins. pumpkins. Oh, Not okay. the candy okay. corn pumpkins. No, what? No, I was That's, like, although the candy corn pumpkins Sarah? are the only form of candy corn that I will consume, mm, but Reese's the Reese's pumpkins are yes. superior to all other Halloween candy. Yeah. Okay, yes, I can agree to that. It's tough, um, but yeah, I will definitely say it's a top tier candy because yeah. I whoppers. I'm not quite sure there's something Ooh. more than a malted a chocolate covered malted milk bar ball. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 it's like choosing children. You can't, like you're not supposed to. So like, you know, figuring out definitely a top shelf, you know, Reese's. Whoppers are very good. Whoppers, yeah, peanut, peanut M&Ms. Like that's peanut my, my, my holy Delicious. trinity. So. The holy trinity of Halloween. Got <laughs> <Not> our title. <laughs> <laughs> Brain noodles, the holy trinity of Halloween. <laughs> All right, so going on that, like if I was to make like my holy trinity of Halloween, um, definitely the Reese's cut, like Reese's um, pumpkins. I agree Pumpkin. with you, Sarah, that those are amazing. It's delicious. Um, see, I like the mounds. Like, I don't know, Kelly's gonna be, she's out on that. But then um, the sounds. Oof. Yeah. Momentary ASMR of disgust. Yeah. yeah. Keep that the in, Kit Kats. please, Amelia. Those are Ooh, Kit Kats. the Kit Kats. Like, it's my mm. as I a kid it would have been butterfingers but i don't like those as much now oh, but like i think i like kit kats more than butterfingers now but if I, when i was a kid i would have chosen butterfingers it's hard to choose a top three i mean as i'll say as a as now it's totally different because now i'm super into like dark chocolate with sea salt and that kind of stuff but kid it was definitely reese's cups pumpkin shape or otherwise Kit Kats and probably Butterfingers. Butterfingers are delicious. I still eat those. Yeah. I still bought mine are 100 grand, the peanut butter pumpkins, and mm, that's a tough one. I'm trying to, I think it might be Butterfingers. I feel like we're, we're all big fans of the peanut butter. Mm -hmm. But malted milk balls, I feel like the way that I would organize the like 
daily consumption train was punctuating with my favorites rather than just like eat them all first. So those were the things I punctuated with. So I feel like that's the most logical data. See, the only reason I didn't put Whoppers in there. So Whoppers are my go-to movie theater candy, no question. But the Whoppers at Halloween, you only get like two. I mean, I'm not going for two Whoppers over like a whole peanut butter pumpkin. That's fair, right? Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah. I love Kit Kats. All right. So, so what were the candies that just didn't didn't make the cut? Like, I think for me, Tootsie, Tootsie rolls. rolls. Smarties. Don't waste oh, my yeah. time with Smarties. And then make oh. a pun about how intelligent I am. Go away. Don't be a dum-dum. Be a smarty. Um, also dum-dums. <laughs> or pixie sticks, a- too. Like, uh, oh. yeah. It's just sugar. <laughs> yeah. It's just sugar. Why is that a bad thing? Just like mainline well, it's in the me. paper straw and like if it gets damp at all and then like it gets wrecked oh so again arizona no oh. chance it was going to get damp um <laughs> what were those oh god they're disgusting are they not not gobstoppers but they're like those rant dots dots are oh evil. they just stick to your yeah. teeth those are they're bad disgusting bad. i'm sorry if anybody bad. likes dots i'm very and like sorry fireballs i don't like fireballs either i don't like yeah. spicy candy Twizzlers, like I'm sorry, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Twizzlers no, are not licorice. Bottom of the list, Mm-mm. they no, I they're not like, licorice. I have the biggest sweet tooth in the world. I will not eat it. Like even starving, I will not eat a Twizzlers. <laughs> it's just repulsive. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, obviously candy corn. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what are we? Wait, huh? We don't like candy oh. corn. <gasps> no, foot down. <laughs> I freaking love. <laughs> love there's always one in the in the corn shape in the pumpkin shape the one that has the brown stripe the thanksgiving candy corn versus the orange stripe which is the halloween candy corn yes i will mm, yes i would if i had candy i that's what i would have right now is just a cup of candy corn and just knock it back oh so good when i was little i I used to stick them on my teeth oh Oh, that's cute (laughs) no i like i enjoy candy corn too but like not it's more of a i have to be in the right mindset for candy corn but like it's okay i wouldn't write it off but like yeah twizzlers like especially like when it's individually wrapped and it's just one come on they're hard they're never fresh they're no they stick to your teeth yeah i also this is probably an unpopular opinion but i really didn't care for three musketeers i don't like them either anything with like whipped inside is a no for me Mm. no I enjoy I enjoy Three Musketeers. It's not my favorite. It's not gonna be my go-to, but I, I would I would barter with you. I would okay. I would give I you, would yeah. I would give I would take Twizzlers over Three Musketeers. Especially oh. hard stop though, like biggest unpopular opinion. I don't like gummy worms or gummy bears. <gasps> at all. Get out of here. You are uninvited <laughs> to brain noodles. <laughs> uninvited from the cast. Hold the phone. There's a line at Gummy Bear that is more of a line than at Candy Corn. I'm so sorry. I I I just I understand. I I gave a warning that I did not. I know this is not a popular choice. Is it all gummy gummy things? Like, do you like the Sour Patch Kids, or is that? I like hard gummies. I don't mm. like squishy fruit snacks, but I like gushers. You know, the texture difference, right? Mm-hmm. I love fruit by the foot. I love fruit roll-ups. I love mm. gushers. I love those things, but I don't like the squishy gummies, the like flexi gummies. No, get out of here. I hate it. It makes me gag. It's too, mm-mm. Nope, mm-mm. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so 
when you are, and now let's talk about a little bit about being an adult and having to be the person who gets the Halloween candy. When do you get the Halloween candy so that you actually give it to the trick-or-treaters and don't consume all of it? Halloween day. Yeah, the, <laughs> the day before, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I can withhold, but I buy an extra bag. So I buy myself some, and then I put the other bag away. Which, kids, yeah. is what you do as an adult. When you can't trick-or-treat anymore, you buy the candy yourself. But then you get to pick all the good stuff. Mm-hmm here for it and what candy do you give away at your house whatever's in the bag like i'll get one of the, the big mix bags i'll typically go for the chocolate lovers one um because i don't want there to be anything in there that i wouldn't eat just in case some stuff needs to be quality tested before being given out you know i want to be able to make sure that i can make sure that 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 good quality coming out of my house um so yeah, stuff that usually has M&Ms or Reese's in it, definitely. But the fun size, I'm not the cool person with the money to buy large size, full-size candy bars. It's fair. I tend to avoid the, I, I know enough kids with the allergies and stuff that I go for like the Skittles and nerds and stuff like that. But that's usually its own mixed bag, Sour Patch Kids, but, but equivalent quality candy cute little individual packages no no poison or razor blades yeah yeah i just get the mix like kelly says the ones i would eat so and i like to also get the box here i guess they probably do it in the states too i don't know they have a box of like goldfish or chips or like you can also get a salty so i try to have like a sweet or salty so they can pick i guess also if they have allergies it's good for them mm -hmm. yeah yeah, we get a bunch of those like mixed bags, like the chocolate lovers and the gummy stuff and just mm -hmm. put it all in a big bowl and then the kids can grab. Well, mm -hmm. in the before times, yeah. <laughs> the kids could grab whatever. No, this I, year, no trick or treat. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen this year. Um, There's some states that are regulating so you can put either piles or packages of things in like a row at the end of your driveway. Uh, just socially distanced. No, yeah. Buy no. the box and throw it at your children that's what I'm <laughs> make Play each room a theme cannon. yeah yeah <laughs> we borrow a cannon and a cat and it'll be hilarious yeah make it a be backyard done. hunt we're doing a uh, parade in our cul-de-sac like oh, i live in a cul-de-sac and so we talked about like just trying to get all the kids like get the kids to so they can socially distance parade and show off their costumes and do candy candy easter egg hunt at the house mm -hmm. Well, I guess that ensures that we will get candy that our kids like at least. Mm -hmm. There's a benefit to that. But also add some mounds and almond joys because parent tax. Yes. Oh, exactly. I love coconut and chocolate. Oh, they, they were just part of the pack. Sorry, kids. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Kelly's face right now is amazing. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. Well, I, yes. and listeners, let us know as Halloween is approaching, what are your favorite candies? What yeah. what candy tax do you impose on your children if you do such a thing? And uh, which were the ones that were just, mm, nope, let's pass. Yeah. Well, we will take one more break. When we come back, we will talk about the things we've been noodling on. And don't forget me. I'm Clamshell Guy. Because not only are you going to get fun and an introspective look at people who love the benefits of role-playing games, but I also bring snacks. Sweet and sour sauce. It's an old family recipe. What would we do without you, clamshell guy? 
probably go hungry. Yeah, I don't know. Nightmares. <laughs> I'm a great alarm clock. <laughs> ah! And we're back. So we're part to the part of the show where we get to talk about the different things that have been going on in our brain noodles and that we have been noodling on. Uh, who would like to start this time? I'll noodle. <laughs> okay. I think okay. we're all just like, ugh. Um, I have been noodling on organization as always um, and thinking forward to like longer term living situation plans and kind of orienting my life towards that. So it's always, I'm always making moves, always doing business decisions and figuring out what the heck I'm doing with my life, but, or dog allergies, because apparently fun fact, sorry for those, this will gross out, but my dog Atlas has chronic seasonal allergies. And uh, as a result, I found out when I took him to the vet yesterday, cause I was afraid there was something very wrong with him. He just gets an itchy butthole. God. <laughs> From his <laughs> seasonal allergies? Accurate. What a terrible side effect. <laughs> and now oh he God. is licking himself right here oh. behind on camera because it's obnoxious. Atlas, <laughs> leave it. Thank you. And then he's ashamed. <laughs> Fine. So that's my noodle. Well, now I have a gratitude <laughs> that as humans who get seasonal allergies, we don't get itchy bumholes. <laughs> no. Not that we know of. Okay. Not that we know of. That's a great thing to be about being a human, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I, I'll go next. I, I've been noodling a lot on um, trying to balance time and trying to be efficient with time and trying to figure out where I'm most effective with time and really working on being kinder in my own head. Um, and it's one of the shows I'm really proud of and things I've done with Geeks Like Us is Psychology at the Table. And I haven't done a new episode in over a year. Um, I actually have a couple of them recorded. I just need to edit and upload them. But like, I, I just, I don't have the energy to do it when I go to sit down to do it. And like, <clears throat> trying to be kind to myself and reminding myself that past Megan who made them didn't have all these projects that I'm working on now. And keeping that in mind, but then also not wanting to let something I really enjoy completely fall off and trying to balance all of that stuff. So just trying to, as always, find that work-life balance that does not exist. It is a fictional thing. But that's what I've been doodling on. <laughs> Go ahead, Rachel. Go <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I have... COVID fatigue. I am just tired of it all, but you know, I mean, I'm locked in my house. I don't go anywhere. Don't worry people. I'm not that tired of it. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out how to keep pushing through. I have officially unenrolled my children from school. It's not real school. They're under five years old. It's not like legally mandated school, but I've decided my husband and I, that we're not going to send them this year. It's just easier, but then it's also not easier because they're not going to school until September of next year. So just trying to figure out how to manage my day um, with also my husband works full time and now my kids are home full time and I'm trying to do content creation. I also work for Take This and, you know, writing and editing and trying to play games. My poor Animal Crossing village is totally like abandoned at this point. I logged on yesterday. There were so many weeds. I felt so bad. So just trying to figure out, I don't know, do I need more naps? Maybe. Do I just need to plan my day better? I don't know, but just tired. 
I feel like that's a forever noodle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just tired. Oh, uh, so I have I have got two. I mean, one is like cereal, and then one is not as cereal. And so I've been trying to figure out. Tell us both. To yeah, no, because like, we don't we don't have the time. We, got, we have time for both. We do. We do. <sighs> Let's hear it. Well, the the less cereal one, and I'll see if I feel like sharing the other one later. Okay. Um, is I was asked to teach next semester, which I'm really excited about because I do Yay. I do love my teaching. Um, they want me to teach uh, games research methods. Yeah, so, that's amazing. Wow. Excellent. I I'm excited. Um, I have not taught that class before, and I know from the last two semesters of creating slide decks and assignments for a 16 weeks course is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a it lot, is. a lot of work. And on top of that, last spring, I taught the psychology of video games, which I loved. I loved my first six weeks were just disorder plus games. So depression and games, you know, anxiety. And like, it just, I really, really loved it. I could see, you know, if I did it again, refining it so that it'd be easy to transition to like a book or, or something because it's like 16 chapters already um, researched for me. And, but of course they're like, well, you know, that's an elective. And the person who taught research methods last semester is on sabbatical. And so what they need is research methods, which I'm happy to teach. But now I'm like, well, do I not teach psychology of video games? Because it's exhausting. And like, I'm, I'm so burned just right now. And I'm only teaching one course. And it's a course that I taught last year. So it's not like all my slide decks are done. All my assignments, they take some tweaking to make them work online. But like all of it is done. And so in my head, I'm, I'm trying to be really thoughtful about future Kelly, but then at the same time, there's, but I really want to, I, I really want to do the psychology of video games one. So I'm definitely doing research methods no matter what. Like I, I, you know, that's, it keeps me involved. It, super petty. It keeps me in contact with the university library. That's not Which petty. I use, I use your connections yeah. all the time. <laughs> that's not, that's not inexpensive to try and supplement yeah. outside of such a situation. So I think yeah. that's perfectly legitimate. So, yeah. Trying to figure out, okay, may, maybe I make a commitment to see fewer clients because right now I still, I think I'm at 23, which is a lot. And that's I don't want lot. that many. <laughs> I love them all. Um, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely burned in that regard too. So trying to figure out, okay, I know it's hard and I know it's exhausting. And that would probably, since it's grad school, it's probably gonna be two nights a week where my evenings are completely blocked off. And then, you know, there's still so much other stuff. Like I want to do streaming more. Streaming Best Friends Forever has been so much freaking fun. It has been so fun and I really enjoy it. Or, you know, God forbid I want to work on my game and just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do about that, um, that second course. Or if I'm going to just go, well, you know, there's always spring 2022. And I mean, that, that is true. Um, but yeah, just trying to find my way through that is because I'm tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so tired. I actually know I'm tired. And for me, that's, that's super tired. tired. That's super <laughs> tired. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That is, that is super tired. So yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe after a two day weekend, maybe I, I will have some more clarity on the other end, but for right now I'm, I'm pretty pooped. And given that, I'm going to hold back on the other noodle because I don't think I have the emotional resources to share right now. Understood. Good boundary. Yes, very good boundary setting. Almost as if we're surrounded by psychologists. Almost. Almost. 
Did, like unrelated, <laughs> did you guys see that um, the meme that was going around recently? It was like little demons in a circle, like mm -hmm. holding hands, little red demons in a circle, holding hands in the center. It said, um, empathy without boundaries is self-destruction. I did see that. I'm like, Aww. I will never get a tattoo point. because I'm absolutely petrified of needles. Like just, I, I can't, I, I pass out. Like I can't do it. But if I was to get one, be that is what I would like. I know for sure. Like I would get it like on my arm where I could see it and remember. Um, so yeah. yeah. Empathy That's without boundaries awesome. is self-destruction. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you all. And listeners, if you want to share your noodles with us, please head over to the Geeks Like Us Discord or send us a message and uh, we will we like to share those on the show too and listen to them and do that stuff. But anyway, thank you all so much. Take care of yourselves as Halloween comes. Also let us, again, I'm really curious about the candy thing. I, I want to keep this candy debate going and understand more about it. And I also want to hear what creative solutions those who have kids are doing this Halloween to stay safe and be cognizant of everything. So anyway, oh, I can thank you that. all so much. <laughs> And Trust. we will see you. <laughs> we will see you all soon, or hear you all soon. You'll hear us soon. I don't know. This is the end of the podcast. Megan doesn't know how to sign off. Uh, Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Brain Noodles is a production of Geeks Like Us. Your host for this podcast is Dr. Megan Connell, joined with her fellow noodlers, doctors Kelly Dunlap, Sarah Hayes, and Rachel Cowart. Your producer for this podcast is Amelia Herbst. Music for this podcast is The Life of Riley by Kevin McLeod. Follow us and support us on Twitch and Twitter at Geeks Like Us. That is G33KSLIKEUS. That is Geeks with Two Threes Like Us. Join the conversation as well. We also have a Discord and an Instagram. Tags for both of those can be found in the show notes. Hope to see you around and keep noodling.